I'm in Max, Max, Max. You are listening to Happy Jack's RPG Podcast. I'm in Max, 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 Pursuing the RPG hobby with reckless abandon. Why, hello, and welcome to Season 28, Episode 20 of Happy Jack's RPG Podcast. I just got a notification. And, uh... You're Stu. I'm Stu. I'm Kurt. And I'm Kimmy. I hate when things bleep at me. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know know where that came from. Oh. I I, I silenced my phone just before we started. I have no idea. I don't know if it was my phone or the iPad or this computer or this computer. I don't know. Or that computer. (laughs) This is all all one. This is all one computer. Uh, In this episode of Happy Jack's RPG Podcast, I didn't write my summary. I love it when I do that. (laughs) You mean don't do that? Uh, Jolene writes in about licensed games, and Dave from DC writes in about newspaper props. But first, if you'd like to email us, you can email us at happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. That's happyjacksrpg at gmail.com. And uh, we're, we stream live at 10 ish. We got pretty close today. <laughs> yeah, very close. 10.06 a.m. I was having time. trouble finding parking. <laughs> at happyjacks.org slash live. That's happyjacks.org slash live. On Saturdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time. Yep. For. The foreseeable future. Until... But our eyesight isn't very good. We all wear glasses. <laughs> Until softball season's over. Vo- volleyball. volleyball. She plays volleyball. volleyball. Your daughter Sports plays volleyball. It's a soft Sports ball. Sports ball. <laughs> You're the team dad, Stu. I know. <laughs> Come on. I know. They've had four preseason games. Zero. Right. She's got you a fantastic it's, attitude about it's it. Like, it's like bad rolls. You just get the, the, the losses out of the way early. And they're all when they don't count. During character gen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's oh how it works, right? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> Once upon a time, I did actually play sports. Uh, I, I wrestled. Yeah. I was on a wrestling team in high school. Oh. Junior varsity. Oh, that's good. Redonkulous for me, considering uh, I used to run track. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. They made was us so slow. <laughs> they made us carry each other on the track. Yeah. Oh, that put someone over your shoulder in the same weight class, <laughs> and then we actually had to run on the football field, all the way down the football field. And then you switch places, and not like from goal line to goal line, but back goal line to back okay. goal line, <laughs> and, that, and that extra like twenty yards, eight or whatever, eight steps. Fuck that. Because w- good. Oh, I was gonna. Say, we were all doing like sports credentials. I thought it was my turn. It's fine. Go ahead. Uh, I was on varsity tennis, and I was captain of the swim team. I really? believe both of those things. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid, I I was pretty good, pretty fast swimmer. Yeah. Um, up until I hit puberty, and then I slowed down and didn't do it. Anymore. Really. Now, didn't did do every? It was it you slowing down, or did everybody else just get faster? I don't know. I stopped doing it. Oh, okay. I doing well, it. that's probably why you got slower. <laughs> probably. No, but I because I, I, I did. Uh, I did it for two years, I mm-hmm. think, and I got pretty good. I, I did a few meets. I got third place in one in a meet in, on for breaststroke. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I was amazing. I was amazing as a kid as a swimmer. Except my mom didn't know how it worked, so I was on the swim team. I was like. Eight, I think, and I was at a meet, and I didn't know how heats worked at the time for swimming. Like they have so many kids at these things, like they have diff- like it's yeah. the same race, but many times they'll yeah. they'll do it um, so that everybody can have a turn, and then they use they the just times. compare the times, right? Yeah. I didn't know I was the only one in my heat, and I was eight, and I thought I had lost and been the only person in the race. <laughs> 
So I cried so much, and I quit the team. And my mom didn't know how it worked either, so she was like, oh, yeah, no, she didn't quite understand that that was my thought process, is that I was the only one, and I was so bad that I still lost. <laughs> so wow. I quit, I quit swimming for a wow. number of years until like I got old enough, and then I got to like junior high, and I was like... Oh, oh, and then I actually had gotten a trophy. Like, I'd done really well, but I I didn't. <laughs> it was terrible. But you ran out of the place crying before they could give it to you. Well, they didn't give you the trophy until, like, the end of the season. Oh, okay. Because there's, like, there's, like, 100. Like, like kids' swim teams are massive. There's, right. like, 200 kids. And it's, like, at the end of the year, they're like, here's our ceremony with everybody getting everything so we can just do it all at once. But by then I'd quit, and I didn't know. On, on Tuesday, they played Muir, which is where my kids would have would have gone if they didn't go to the school they're mm-hmm. at now. All the 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 quality of the players, like like mm-hmm. their abilities, skill level was about the same. Mm-hmm. But the girls on the other team, on the Muir team, were all taller. And any time, yeah, any time the the play was at the net. Oh yeah, it's huge in volleyball. Huge, huge. Yes. done. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and Allie's short. Allie's like five two, and she's like. Probably mid size on her team. Yeah, there are not a lot of tall girls on her team. Yeah. So. But yeah, that that would just she's still got a good attitude about it. Yeah. Even though they have yet to win a game. Yeah. So this uh, is our cool. weekly sports ball update. Right. Happy Jacks. <laughs> How go them Giants? Which I would never have any interest at all if it wasn't my daughter who yes. was playing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you've got a. Uh, I want to start GMing and. Uh, oh. What, yeah. is, what do we got? I want to start GMing and I don't know how. Tell me, Kurt. <laughs> Uh, well, my suggestion this this week. <laughs> We're going focused. Ready to go. Oh, okay. Uh, my my suggestion this week actually for uh, wannabe GMs is actually watch some actual plays. Uh, we have plenty here on Happy Jacks, but there are a few others out there that you might be able to find. Um, <laughs> but uh, my point is here to pick up tips from other GMs um, and and see if. Uh, any of those, any of their style inspires you. Um, if any of their styles or little tips and tricks um, are, are things that you want to incorporate, or things that you really don't want to do, that's also a good thing to learn. So yeah, that is uh, watch actual plays and, and pay attention to the GMs and what they do. Yeah, that's a good one. I've o- I've always learned something. Sometimes it's what not to do, mm-hmm. but I've always learned something by either playing in someone else's game or just watching a game. No, he's on. Okay, just check. Yeah, no, he's good. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, maybe you guys aren't here. Someone got me. I think that's okay. also important, not just for actual plays, but like if you are gaming in person, if you're in a place that can do that right now. Um, like just playing with as many different GMs and DMs as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I mean. Even if you don't have a great game, you can learn something from it about how to run or not run your next game. Yeah, and, and, and that point has been brought up many times. My, my point about watching the actual plays is some people do not live in the player or GM rich environment that we do. Right. No, absolutely. Right? Uh, you know, if you're in, in you know, Pahrump, well, not Pahrump, if you're in Elko, Nevada, you're probably not that have a whole lot of gamers around you, unfortunately. Are there a lot of gamers in Pahrump? I don't know. Well, Pahrump is a is closer to big cities than Elko is. Okay, Elko is close <clears throat> to mines. I was actually thinking, <laughs> at, the, uh, Pahrump is on my short list of places to move when I retire. Okay, it actually is because <laughs> it's my sisters live in Vegas. Okay, I don't want to live in Vegas. No. And Pahrump is like a kind of a small town kind of. Yeah. 
It's like like a but it's close to very Vegas. large trailer park. But it's it's <laughs> but it's close to Vegas. Yeah, it's less than an hour away. Elko is like smack dab in the center of Nevada. Right. It's like there's nobody there. Except a realized, former college roommate of mine. Oh, I just realized I don't know anything about Nevada other than where Vegas is. Okay, and that it has most silver. people don't. Yeah, yeah most people. Well, oh, that's and the outlets, Man. outlets. I know that. I don't. Okay. Burning Man is in Vegas, oh, or not in that. Vegas, but in Nevada. It's way up, way up north. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> really? No, I didn't know that. <laughs> it's in been. the desert. Yeah. And then, like, wave your hands, like, mysteriously. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the playa. It's Burning Man. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, that's yeah. one thing I have no interest in doing. Same. So. The other yeah. thing I, I was I was looking on there. There's there's a small there's these small towns in Italy that oh. are they're starting to die, like the 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 young people are yeah. moving out and yeah. the, the, uh, the population is getting very elderly. A lot of houses are in disrepair, so they're selling these houses. The state is mm-hmm. for like a hundred dollars. Or a thousand dollars, and these are like some of these things are hundreds of years old, and they ha- need to be restored. Yeah, but if you buy it for a hundred bucks, right? <laughs> and I'm thinking it's like a whole town. Yeah, yeah. That they, that they and it's like you know there's a beautiful Italian vineyards and uh, surrounding the place. I'm like, what a place to build a gamers' conference, right? <laughs> oh, we we have to check their internet though. That would be my one big worry. Oh, their internet. Act, uh, inter- yeah, yeah. Who, that you almost, never, never, you never almost know. Almost everyone in the world has better internet than the United States does, though. That's so. true. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. <laughs> Especially but, like little towns in Italy that are falling apart. Right. Okay, it's like we not. don't have running water. Oh well. But I mean, <laughs> I mean, but I mean, when but I, we've I, got blazing fast Wi-Fi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. And can you imagine? It's like. And, and you know, just just all the gamers just start. We're, we're going to go live in this little town in Italy. Oh, I'm not against this plan. Actually, I, I know <laughs> it a would be lot awesome. Of That's a really nice and plan. You know, yeah. someone's going to say, "Oh, they're going to need a gaming store." <laughs> <laughs> the gaming store is going to open up someplace, and two or three, and then sit down on your patio and look out over the vineyards. Why, well, you don't even need a gaming store. We just borrow from each other. It's like that's true. <laughs> Yeah, if it's a commune, I mean, yeah, literally, like, we're just... <laughs> like gaming socialism. Oh, hey, which edition of, of Traveler do you have? Oh, can I borrow that? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I could be, be so awesome. Yeah, that would be very good. That's a, that's a very good tip, Kurt, coming yeah, back you, around you. to the thing. Thank you. Um, away from Stu's retirement plans. Right. <laughs> <laughs> See, I can't make retirement plans because I'm never going to be able to retire. So I'm going to be I don't know. I don't, I'm still don't know. I mean, I've gone from I'm going to move to New Hampshire. I'm going to move to Colorado. I'm going to move to Oregon. I'm I tried so hard to put us back on the rails, my friends. Sorry. Like I really, Sorry. I tried. Listeners this, at home, this was my fault. Well, well, <laughs> entirely my fault. <laughs> All right. Uh, licensed games from Jolene. Hey y'all. Y'all said you needed emails, so here's an email with a conversation near near and dear to me. Okay. What are your thoughts regarding playing games in either a licensed game? Or just playing in an in a pre-existing setting, like an example could be Star Wars official games versus Traveler Star Wars games you've played. Do do you have any pros for actually playing an official game release versus just finding a system you like that works with a setting? You can go either way on official games. Who knows? If I like the mechanics, but I love playing in pre-established settings because I love fan fiction, but hate writing. So <laughs> RPing 
in Marvel or DC Universe is so much fun to me. Looking forward to hearing your thoughts. I think I know your answer to this. Did your mic just die? Oh, your, your mic is pointed the wrong way. Oh. See, I was right. How was it pointed the well, wrong way? It, it was. It was it, it's not Omni. I think you're... Yeah, I you're think, good now. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> I think you're leaning forward away, for, and it's not picking up. <laughs> Maybe my hands were over it. It's like it's like golf. Keep your head down. Keep your arms straight. Keep your knees relaxed. Oh, is that what I'm keep doing? Keep your now? eye on the ball. <laughs> okay. There's so much sports in this episode. I'm sorry, friends. <laughs> oh, when you're working on your golf swing, there's like a million. Things okay, we don't need to, to go into that. It's fine. <laughs> I think I know your answer to this question, though. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you don't like playing in or at least running in established IPs. But I, I, yes and no. It, when I when I I think when I want to do it, I'm going to do it in a way that's probably going to drive people who like the established IP crazy, because I like the characters in the established IP. They're the problem. That's the way I see it. That's the that's the problem with with most established settings. Especially, let's say you're playing Star Wars, right? Like I picked an era in Star Wars where at least there were no movies. At least there hadn't been any movies made yet. Okay, right, because it was like it's like okay, the empire's fallen, the emperor's dead. It's going to take years for the empire to actually completely collapse because you know entropy, right. and 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 so that would be an interesting time to play. And the the your sort of big canonical characters, you don't have to worry about them because they're done with what they're doing, and it, it doesn't matter. They don't matter anymore. That to me is the problem. Is the is the problem with with settings like that? It's like if you're running a game of Dresden Files where Harry Dresden exists and it's not early in the books uh, he's going what he's doing is going to like be on your radar you know and so your characters aren't the big protagonists there's a bigger protagonist out there you know what, right. I, you know what I'm saying so I mean well, I'd keep the setting stuff but erase the characters mm-hmm. or find a time when it when they don't matter, right? Uh, my, that, that that to me is a, my 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 friend and bandmate ran a three year long Middle Earth campaign that was set during the Second Age. Yeah. So, you know, the, all the books are about the Third Age. Yeah. So, right? It's, yeah, no, we're going all back. All of them. Silmarillion's about all of the yes, ages, I'm, isn't I'm, it? Pretty much, but <laughs> um, actually, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no. I mean, that, that, that is that is the, the the way to do it. Is just yeah. pick a different time frame or or whatever. I mean, uh, I ran a game that was in an established IP called World War One. Right. <laughs> well, I think the question is more nuanced than that, though. Like, like Jillian's specifically asking, like, do you like like if we were going to play Star Wars, do you like playing in a, in something that is designed and right. licensed to be Star Wars, like the like the ones that we were playing at uh, Edge of the Empire? Yeah, those and up that there. stuff. Or do you like finding something that oh hey this traveler like like Bill's traveler hack, like right. hack like yeah. hey fits better like yeah my problem is like I I would love to play in like official game settings except a lot of the times I find I don't like them like Edge of the Empire I was so excited about playing that game and it's just it's got so many problems it's just mechanically it's there's so many mechanical things that end up like tying your hands so you can't be what you want to be. Oh, yeah, and the skill trees are, like, ridiculous if you're trying to play a Forts user. Yeah. It's like, okay, one day, you're going to be able to move that rock with yeah. your brain! Right. But not now. Not right. for a long time. Which, 
Like some <laughs> some people really dig that, but I want to like if I want to play a jet, you know, the old grizzled Jedi who's coming to help these young whippersnappers or whatever. Good luck. Yeah, you can't really do that. You can make that kind of character in you, that game. You can't. Um, and uh, I, I just find that a lot with a lot of these systems. That's the the easiest example. Um, you know, it's the one everybody knows. Um, like the new Avatar that's kickstarting, like blowing up. And I, I'm a huge PBTA fan, but I've got some like hesitation with it. I've looked at the beta a whole bunch. Um, it could work amazingly. I've watched a couple actual plays of it, and it just seems a little more complicated than I would have made an Avatar game. Yeah, I, well, I, and, and yet I don't think that system is actually robust enough to handle Avatar. Oh, see, I'm the opposite. I think, like, I think that that PBT like Avatar is. Not so much about like how to fight things. It's about that journey as a kid and learning who you are and what you stand for. Okay, fair enough. Um, if you wanted to make a combat avatar thing, great. But you also have to be like, okay, they're kids. Like nobody dies in Avatar. Like nobody really has big bad fights for the most part in Avatar. Yeah, it's true. Because yeah, I, yeah. it's a Nickelodeon kids show. Right. So I mean, if you wanted to do like adult like battle extreme, you know. Like benders, okay, like, but that's not the cartoon. That's not like Dark Avatar. Age of Avatar or something. Like yeah, that. like it gets a little darker in um, Legend of Korra, but not like a lot. It's still yeah. It's there. I don't. There's not. Well, there is some murder and death in in Korra, isn't there? A little bit, but it's a, it's a it's still for the most part off screen um, right. and that sort of thing. It doesn't happen to the main I found characters. It, that, so weird that suddenly it went from basically a fantasy to. Diesel punk. <laughs> that was the weird thing to me in a, in the course of a generation. Because it basically is one generation, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, they were Maybe they were trying too. to make it a little different. different I yeah. know, and but it's like, had it turn diesel punk? Because that's kind of basically what it looked like. It was, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> to be fair, steampunk and diesel punk was super popular at the time. That's probably why they did it. <laughs> But, um, so it's just, like, those, I think the thing is with these IPs is everybody has, like, even in this conversation about Avatar, like, we have a different idea of what that is. Right. And it's really hard for a game company to create a game that encapsulates everybody's notion of what an IP really is. Right. So some people, Star Wars is about the late, you know, I'm having this problem issue issue as I'm working um, with my my sci-fi PBTA right now, Starscape. It started as a Star Trek, like, hack. Everybody's idea of what Star Trek is really about is completely oh, different. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Some people, it's like, oh, no, it's really about the rank structure. It's really about how the science works here. Yeah, it, it isn't for me, too. I made that face, too. But, <laughs> and then for me, it's like, no, like, Star Trek is about that found family and surviving with each other and that trust with the crew, oh, surviving I, in a tin can in space, no matter what they, with, like, nobody to help them. I, and I think it's about smug utopians. Oh, that too. (laughs) People's attitudes about Star Trek, I think, is influenced by which of the series is their favorite. Accurate. Because, like, my favorite of the series is DS9, which has a very different feel and purpose than Next Generation or Voyager or the original series. Mine's determined by my least favorite, which is which is New Next Generation. Okay, which is the smug utopian. The smug utopian. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) But so I think that's the problem, and so I think. It depends. You, you have to really break down uh, an official, you know, system and be like, okay, does this capture what I love about this IP? You yeah, know? that's that's the thing. I mean, I wonder with games like like the Star Wars FFG games, mm-hmm. were they trying to make a system 
that was going to emulate what happens in the movies, or were they trying to make a system to sell dice? Because <laughs> they did they did really good at one of those two things. <laughs> I think. I mean, <laughs> but uh, that's what drives me crazy. Was it Margaret White's Productions or was it a cor- the Cortex mm-hmm. line of games? Yeah, not Cortex itself, but Leverage. They const- they took they had like a sort of like a like a framework for a, a, a RPG system, mm-hmm. and then they modify it for the IP that they're working on. Mm-hmm. And th- I think they'd probably... Uh, and I've never played any of them, but I've read several. And I think they're probably the best like like licensed IP RPGs there are. Because they really made an effort to say, we're going to try to make the game mechanics emulate how things work in this IP. Yeah. Right. And I don't know if a lot of other people are doing that. Now, the, th- yeah. the thing about, about PBTA is... You can you can adapt that to probably anything because it's, it's people so sitting popular. around talking. Yeah, and it's so light, and, and yeah, I think that's yeah. the draw of it. Is it's, like it's just it's all it's pure narrative. The, the, yeah. the game mechanics are about all about narrating. Yeah, each playbook <clears throat> has their cool things, and you don't necessarily have to worry: is my blaster as as effective as a lightsaber? Because it's not about the math of that. It's about the what cool thing can I do? Oh, can I shoot the bla- you know the thing and make the door fly open? Right. Or can I like throw my lightsaber and like take out the stormtrooper? Like, like those two <clears throat> things in PBTA aren't mathematically different, which right, right. drives some people wild. Nothing in PBTA is mathematically <laughs> different. That's true. Yeah. Um, but uh, but that's also the cool part of it is like there is a um, a Star Wars PBTA hack that I love. Um, I'm not going to name it because it turns out the writer is a dick. Um, and yeah, uh, but it was uh, honestly the most fun I've ever had in a Star Wars game mm-hmm. because every playbook they they had super powerful Jedi playbooks, but it was just as much fun to play like the scoundrel or the gearhead or all those things that it at you know that was there because they. The, the person who's a dick had done a really good job of designing it. Right. Um, and uh, so it, it's, I think... Competence and per- good personhood don't necessarily go hand in hand. I know, it sucks. <laughs> but you can tell when people design something from a place of loving the IP. And I think the problem with a lot of these official IPs is that the company hires people to do it. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. and it, they probably love the IP, but they come at it as a game designer. Not as, oh my god, I love this thing so much, I want to play this, I'm going to make this. Right. So I think a lot of fan-made stuff, you know, people have the same thing if they love fanfic. Like, the fanfic sometimes captures the heart of the IP better than official written, like, sequels and stuff like that. Absolutely. And so I think it's, whether you come at it as, hey, I got paid to write this, I'm going to design a really amazing thing that covers absolutely everything in this universe and you'll be able to calculate exactly the damage your lightsaber does versus you right. know the repeating blaster and you're like wow that's not what I care about in fantasy and space <laughs> um, you know whereas fans come at it as like oh the struggle of corruption and and oh can we in the face of adversity can these tiny band of people you know work for freedom and then like that's more the heart of what it is right so I think I think those very two starting points generally are very uh, uh, like dictate like the outcome. Right. I mean, and it's and like to contrast when Bill did his Star Wars hack, which we we I think we started it as an. Do we do it as an AP? It, we, we were did it. we were. It was back when we were not recording audio very well. It, 
No, it's it, on there. Or it's on there somewhere. You get, yeah. yeah, you guys Is did it. Is it still there? Because yeah. I, I was using a portable recorder, I think. Yeah, it's I don't even know it that. was on the website. If you've deleted it, then that's not I, I didn't delete okay. it. I didn't delete it. I it's still there. It. If you look on <clears throat> our show's page, um, it, it's there. But the, the it, it worked out. I mean, Traveler's a tough system. Yeah. And it works out real well when you're playing Stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. It's very accurate. Yeah. You can't hit anything. <laughs> <laughs> and die fast. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, comparatively, I, I played in a Babylon 5 game that was officially licensed, published. Under, now, who, who did it? Uh, that was going to say, it was, uh, I, I want to say it was actually Mongoose, but they did it under uh, the OpenGL, so it was essentially D&D 3.5 rules. Oh, it was a D20? It was a D20, okay. yeah, it was a D20. It, it, I mean, <laughs> everything was set up pretty much exactly the same as D&D 3.0, 3.5, um, and, and it's just that instead of playing a... You know, you, you, instead of playing a wizard or a uh, fighter or whatever, you were playing a Star Fury pl- pilot or a Technomage or a Psychop or you know whatever. But yeah. it it actually, I mean, we we it worked because for the most part, it was a system we all knew and understood. Mm-hmm. We all recognized, however, that it was not the most elegant pairing of setting and system. Right. Um, it w- they did it because it was an open license. Yes. <laughs> they didn't have to come up with a new mechanic set. It's like, oh, we can just grab this. <laughs> it's hard coming up with role-playing game mechanics. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not easy. But, I mean, that one, that they 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 uh, they worked with... Uh, I want to say they actually worked with Straczynski because there was stuff in that in the, the various... Um, supplemental books for it that came from not only the... the the, the five seasons of the show, but also the one season of Crusade that came out, that that was actually aired, mm-hmm. and some episodes that never made it to air. Oh, really? But they got they they found scripts <clears throat> for, so they pulled yeah. lore from that. Oh, that's cool. Um, that's very cool. All of all of the the you know one shot movies they did, and some of the uh, some of the novelizations as well. So they pulled from all of that. So there was a lot of lore in that IP, you know, the, this licensed IP product. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, yeah, the the system setting pairing was not the best, unfortunately. So, <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. I th- I think there are some. It was a fun game, though. Yeah, I mean, there's got to be good ones out there. Like I hear the Alien uh, RPG is great and does a really good job. Um, I know that I know that the Star Trek one did a really good. Who's who is that? The Star Trek Adventures. I don't remember the publisher. The the one big, that, yeah, the big they one. They had a that, big Borg cube up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. But they ran into issues with that. Like, <clears> they, <throat> oh, they, they did. Yeah, like I mean, there are parts of it again. Like it did really well, but it also like it has, it has like a techno babble mechanic, which I thought was awesome. <laughs> My game has a better one. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna say your, your, your game's techno babble mechanic is very fun. Yes, yes, I, I agree. Yeah. But the, I mean, it's important to have the, that kind of stuff in exactly. in a game. Yeah. That's yeah. why. If you're just going to shoehorn it into an existing system because it's easy, that's not necessarily going to be a. You're not going to. It's not going to yeah. be a good result. Yeah. That's what. That's what. what a, like I said again, never played them, but of all the Margaret Weiss production books, licensed books that I I looked through, they all looked like they made a very serious effort to try to help you emulate the experience of watching the show on on the at the table. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and I think that's the. That's the that's the important thing. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I am open to playing official games, and I try it a lot. And a lot of times, I'm disappointed, but I keep hoping. Right. The Star Wars was to me was a huge disappointment. I was so excited about those games, and I even like the weird die mechanic. Like, I don't think that's where it went wrong there because they could have made a much simpler game with the same dice. Like, like it's a combination of selling weird die, which you know is annoying. And also, yeah, 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 like those, like the the vampire dice sitting right in front of us, Um, and also just like being super, super complicated. Yeah, if like it's just so complicated, and I think someone looked at that and was like, "The more complicated we make it, the more books we have to sell." I don't know. I don't know what their (laughs) thoughts are. I think I really think they came at it from a we need to quantify everything we can in the universe uh, in this IP universe, and well, I mean, it's there. the, The books. There's three books that basically cover different eras. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but all within like the cinematic range. Yeah. Which is what what thir- thirty years or so of time, which isn't that big of a stretch. But I mean, I don't know. The dice thing annoyed me only because it's like, okay, we're playing, and I'm sitting here minding my own business. Now I have to like come up with like this amazing triumph because someone failed their their yeah. perception roll. Yeah. And like. <laughs> Okay. They needed, they needed to know. clean that up a little bit. I, I liked it better, even on all the problems we had. I liked that the dice mechanic better in our L, in the L five R beta. It seemed more elegant, um, yeah. even though it had problems. Still, then, um, that was actually one of the things I really liked about the L five R beta is the cool dice. It just worked well with that. Yeah, system. but it had the was it, it wasn't called stress. It had a name for it. But compo- it wasn't composure. Something like that. Though. Mm-hmm. But it's like it, that, that's how you were like. Maintaining your your self control, your facade, yeah, yeah. and then being able to lose that was really cool. Yeah, and also sort of similar to Hunger and the New Vampire, like how you just you'll lose your cool. The new, well, the the Hunger mechanic in Vampire Five. Yeah, I actually really like that that new mechanic. It's so exciting. I don't know that I'm going to be playing Vampire anytime soon, but I do like the the (laughs) new hammer. I. Even I got burnt out on Vampire. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. What? If I know I, me, right? If yeah. I were going to do it again, I would use 20th anniversary rules and figure out some way to integrate the the hunger dice. Yeah. That's yeah. Because cool. yeah. that it's just too fun. <laughs> you think, oh, I've got four hunger dice now. Yeah. No, that part something is horrible. Yeah. That, that actually is really cool. Yeah. All, All right. right. Good job. Good question. Thank, Thank you, you Jolene. Newspaper props. I'd like Go to ahead. also point out that I did not sing any Dolly Parton because I'm sure that Jolene is really sick of people uh, doing that. Probably, yeah. Top. No, she's annoyed at it. That's why we're not doing it. Fantastic probably. song, though. So good. Have you heard what's her name? What's, what's her name? I don't know. I've got it on my phone. No, don't play it. I'm not going to play it. Okay. <laughs> but I have to find it. We, okay. We can't afford the why licensing. Don't you, yeah, so why don't you start reading? Yeah, Speaking start of reading. licensing. I'll, okay. Uh, newspaper props from Dave in D.C. Dave in D.C. Oh, Rhonda Vincent. Oh. Okay, I don't you know who Rhonda Vincent is? is? No. Bluegrass artist? Fantastic. Oh, I Fantastic voice. Anything Dave in D.C. <laughs> back again to give a follow-up to my email from Season 27, Episode 18, Good where Stu and Kimmy learned that I ran an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. convention game, which I ran for two groups, where the characters were stationed in a time-shielded base so that they could fix the timeline if a change had occurred. To recap... A change to the timeline had occurred, with Captain America and Nick Fury dying on a mission during World War II, resulting in the Axis winning the war and occupying America. 
While the characters investigated to find uh, when the change had been made, they received two props, copies of the same newspaper obtained at different points before and after the time change, which could be compared and would lead them to the plot hook of an NPC who was an, a World War II veteran who served with Captain America and had the information they needed. <coughs> Ultimately, one group of players compared the two papers, while the other group ignored the two physical props, proving that if something <laughs> can go wrong with a newspaper prop, it will. Yes. Here, here. This <laughs> Happy Jack's lore and rules. Exactly. Right. Listening to Kurt, hey, that's me, on mm-hmm. Season 28, Episode 14, on how he used newspaper props to deliver background and box text for the players in his D&D game, reminded me that I actually used a third newspaper prop in my convention game. As players were packing up at the end of the game, I handed out a third newspaper, dated a few weeks later. It served as an epilogue to prove to the characters that the timeline had returned to normal. However, it was a bittersweet ending, as this newspaper contained the obituary of the World War II veteran NPC. Presumably being aware of the time changes around him at his advanced age was too much and killed him. It stated that that at the funeral, Captain America, wearing his army dress uniform, delivered one of the eulogies, and that Colonel Nicholas J. Fury, the enigmatic director of S.H.I.E.L.D., was in attendance and awarded the Army Distinguished Service Cross and the S.H.I.E.L.D. Medal of Valor posthumously to the family. It is unknown what connection he had with S.H.I.E.L.D., and the family was told that the circumstances warranting the awards remained classified. Several of the players who read it led out uh, audible gasps and expressions of sorrow, realizing that in the context of the game, their successful mission had not come without a price. In this respect, I feel that this third newspaper prop worked perfectly. Keep up the great gaming content, Dave in DC. That is very good. I have goosebumps. Oh, yeah. That is super good. I love that that thing you you can like that emotional toll. Like sometimes it's great to give players just like a straight win, mm-hmm. but it's also awesome as a GM when you can have that inner conflict, yeah, or have di- that or have something that's so meaningful or rich with like different things that different players react differently. I mean, that, like, or b- b- different characters. Sorry, not yeah. players. Right. Well, I mean, even if players uh, yeah. react, but I mean that also goes to. Uh, Proved that it was an important NPC mm-hmm. because that NPC meant something to the characters and ultimately to the players. Yeah. Um, so that good on you for making a, uh, a compelling NPC. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, it's nice when you can have those those like m- moments of remembrance. Like it reminds me of the L five R game when you guys were like. Like presented with the, with the swords, swords of oh. previous characters from generations prior. Oh, that kind of goes back to like what we were talking about. Was it last week we were talking about the history of worlds? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and it just like gives you weight. And the cool thing you, you did, even though this was a single campaign, it sounds like one like, shot because it was a convention game. So. Oh yeah, it's even oh, a one shot. Damn. Yeah. Well to, to get done. that in like four hours. Yeah. Well done. Oh, yeah. Right. Hat. I'm not wearing a hat, but hat off to you, <laughs> Dave. Well done. But like. Having that history, that that weight of history, mm-hmm. be part of a one shot game like that. Oh yeah, that's amazing. Because yeah, like tying in older characters who have history is a great way. Even if you're not running sequential campaigns in the same world, of adding the weight of what's ha- happened before, even if it's all fictional, to what you're playing at the time. Yep. I agree. That's very cool. That is, I'm stealing. 
I mean, if you have the opportunity to do, to do uh, uh, like a post mortem, oh yeah, thing, it's always 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 In this case literally a post mortem. Yes, yes. I always li- I think it's important too to like ask the players like because a lot of times oh we did the final big thing whatever it was okay like to like you know take a break for a minute and then ask the players okay so jumping ahead you know six months a year two years you know what what's so and so doing like what asking them what their yeah. character does. Like and you'll be amazed sometimes with what they come up with. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> sometimes it's really dark and you you aren't expecting, it. and then sometimes they're they're not. Like sometimes it's like oh I, you know, stopped adventuring. I started a family. I was torn by all the things I'd seen. So like I continued fighting until I was you know I was killed in battle or like yeah. it's really it can it can lend that final like like period to the. To the sentence or of your camp, like, it's a terrible metaphor. I'm sorry, but like, uh, like just really put a like a, an end cap on it. That's a, like a, a denouement. Yeah, yeah, that's fancy. Um, <laughs> so, but just like really find a nice way to wrap it up that feels like an ending more than just okay, great job, that was kid, you killed the bad guy. All right, we're done. Like, yeah, yeah. What's the difference between a denouement and an entremont? Oh lord. Uh, well, entre means uh, enter or beginning, so. It- uh, denouement is after, is the, the is the conclusion, the epilogue. So Denim, de, I, I thought denouement was just before the. Isn't the denouement just before the last part? It's the last part of the story structure, the fifth part of the, of the five part. Okay, what's structure. the thing that happens just before the climax? Uh, the rising action. <laughs> nah, there's another. There's a specific name for that. Thing. I'm I sure thought, there is. I was. I wasn't an English denouement. major. I, I was an engineer. I was. A, <laughs> I was a journalism major. <laughs> Uh, I, th- I thought <laughs> denouement. That, see, I always thought denouement was the thing that happened just before the climax. You should Google no. it, so we can answer this question because now everybody's wondering. Well, they're are they that or they're, they're screaming they're at they're us? Screaming yeah. at yeah, us? Screaming, yeah, some of them are screaming the answer. In at the us, chat, very probably. frustrated. Somebody's in the chat, yeah. screaming at us, saying, "You the are f- all idiots." James V is there, going, "Ah!" <laughs> no, he, right, that's the end. But yeah. there, there's the, the, I knew I was right. There's a thing. <laughs> there's a specific name for something that happens just before the end. That doesn't have anything to do with this conversation. It, no, yeah, he's just bo- curious. It's bothering okay. me, though. This is right. what Google is Tweet for. it out later. I'll figure it out. <laughs> we believe in you. We have all the knowledge of the world on the internet somewhere. Well, we also have all of the disinformation of the world on the internet. <laughs> that is accurate, <laughs> yes. Both. But I'm pretty sure there's probably not a campaign of misinformation around Dana Moi. <laughs> you want to see one start? <laughs> no. Yet. No. Yet. <laughs> It's Forgot. a very big word. The word of the, the world of the internet. Yet is the answer. Okay. Because for some goofy ass reason, because I've been on the internet forever. Yeah. I have a, a like a, I can go in and change locked topics in Wikipedia. Oh jeez. I don't know how I got the permissions to do that, but my old Wikipedia account that I've had since the nineties lets me unlock shit. You shouldn't have said that out loud. <laughs> They're gonna. Gonna cut you off, Stu. Well, I, I, I always go and say. I didn't even still realize Wikipedia was around in the nineties. Well, whenever, they, didn't however they just, long, didn't they just celebrate their like tenth anniversary? However, yeah. however 20th. long it's no, it's not ten. Twentieth, maybe. Yeah. yeah. However long it's been around, I've had an account from very, very early on, and I don't know why. Okay. I mean, do the Poxy Boggards have? Do we have a Wikipedia page yet? Uh, the Boggards do. Uh, the I don't know if the wives do. No, uh, we, we weren't doesn't. important enough. Who redeemed no? They have a, they have a kind of a well, weird well, policy that you're not allowed to create articles you about yourself. S- you just tell someone else to do it for you. That's what yeah. we did. 
That's why the Poxy Boggards have a page, because I tried to put one up several times, and they took that shit down. Somebody make a Happy Jacks RPG Wikipedia page. Write nice things. Right. Use a good picture of me. (laughs) Or don't use pictures at all. Or don't use pictures. Or at least start a stub. There you go. Because it's a lot of work to make a whole page on something. Yeah. All right. I believe in you, my reader, my <laughs> listeners. I believe you can do it. <laughs> Nothing can stop us, except evidently me making my own page because that they did not like that. They, yeah, they no, don't, they don't. Like, yeah, they don't like that. Not a page for me, but for Happy Jacks and the Mary Wads of Windsor, they were like, yeah. Eh. <laughs> yeah I, I tried making one for the Boggards and they took it down. They mm-hmm. said, "Oh, self promotion, relevant, blah blah blah." Yeah. And it, it basically was when the Super Bowl commercial happened. Yeah. Was like, okay, sense. yeah, now we can't actually yeah. take that down. All right, so all we need is a Super Bowl commercial for Happy Jackson. Yeah, sets. we just need, just need something that that, that no problem. Right, <laughs> the fifteen minutes of fame. Yeah. I can think of no way in which this could possibly end badly. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on. We're moving on to the world building. World building. <laughs> I don't you know, have. I, I'm, you came prepared. I came prepared. Yeah. I'm ready. Okay. I, you don't even need to type because it's a shared document. Okay. <laughs> um, so oh, Let me look it up. I will give you three choices. A bit of folklore, a race, or both. Both are sh- both of them are short. So, which do you want? Oh, both. Okay. Um, the race actually comes from my wife, Mary. So, uh, Folklore. The kudzu. Feed Gorn. (laughs) (laughs) A creeping mass of vegetative destruction wanders across the landscape. It consumes the life force of everything it rolls across, animal or vegetable. Of course, because it moves slowly, most animal life can escape its clutches. Unless they're sleeping or hibernating. It's like real kudzu. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It wanders rather than expands, which is to say it is not anchored to any specific point. Mm Uh, and it does move on. It is of greatest concern to farmers, of course, mm-hmm. as it will wipe out any, any of their crops. Mm-hmm. So it's sessile, but still motile. So it can it's attached, but it can still move. Um, it's not like atta- it, it's not attached to any one place. But what, what I'm saying is, it like can sink roots and then yeah. disintegrate the roots and resink yeah. them. And that's yeah. I'm assuming that's its motive. Sure. Okay. I mean, I hadn't gone that far into okay. it. I, that, that's getting into the weeds a bit. Okay. Um, no, I will not apologize for that. Uh, anyway, however, <laughs> I the blooms of the kudzu, the blooms of the kudzu, can be harvested for healing and temporary protective effects. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it's like a real thing. It's not just like a monster that you tell like evil stories about. I mean, oh, maybe, maybe. Okay. But the the lore is that you can the f- use the yeah, flowers. Part of part of the wonderful thing about folklore is that sometimes it's true. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> like fairies, so, right? They uh, ate nails. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So uh, uh, Mary came up with this. Uh, it's a, a race that we still need a name for. We haven't come up with a name for this, mm-hmm. but it's a race of avian humanoids. Mm-hmm. Uh, as they mature, their personalities determine their avian characteristics, whether they become raptors or corvids or buzzards or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, this is partially inspired by the uh, the demons in His Dark Materials, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. in that their physical aspects are malleable until, or at least mercurial, until they um, sort of settle in 
towards like a, reach a some kind of maturity. Yeah, exactly. And as they change, they molt. Okay, it's a bird. Of course they do. So we don't have a name for this race, but you know that that was the oh. idea. Note needs a name. Yes, race needs a name. Do you have anything? Yes, I don't have anything. I, I'm not yes, Kimmy, I was actually concise. It was very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Compared to the previous I one. I noticed the one that Mary wrote was more concise, though. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I actually mean, I have it, just <laughs> an animal. Like, it might be a little boring. Um, but this, I was thinking, like, um, this species of large lizard. Not dinosaur, but, like... Like, uh, monitor lizard type thing? Yeah, more like that. But they're, like... No, no, no. Big, but they don't look like dinosaurs. They look like actual lizards. Like oh, what okay. you'd see. Crocodile okay. or, or Komodo dragon. No, no, no. Like no? like what you'd see in your garden. Like they're oh, okay. they're herbivores. Um so they're the kind of lizards you'd see like munching on like plants and stuff yeah, like herbivores. that. Interesting. Yeah. I wanted to be different. Mm-hmm. Um so uh but they are able to uh generally the biggest they can get is about the size of maybe like a small car. Um, when they're little, they climb the trees, and that's how they get to the leaves that they eat. That's like Komodo dragon size. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. maybe yes. But I, I don't want... It, they're not, like, Komodo scary. dragons are just big lizards. Yeah. I know, but they're, they're... I think of them as, like, they got poisonous mouths and shit like that. Like, none of that. And they, Yeah, and they can smell blood from, like, eight miles yeah, away. Yeah, and they, they can run, and they murder things. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't want any of that. Like, none of that. This I want, is like a... Like a... Kind of like a shellless turtle. Yeah, kind of, okay. but they yeah, but they look more like the little lizard you'd see in their garden. Yeah, I've seen Komodo dragons. Um, it's a monitor lizard. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. Yeah, it's all the same family. I think it's yeah, all the same. They're family. related. Yeah. yeah, they still are scary. Or uh, Yeah, see, that's the it eating something giant. Yeah, I don't want no eating of other animals. Okay. <laughs> that's a poor bunny. Okay. Yes. Um, but that's yeah. Coral. Um, and they're called the reg hall. Reg hall. Yeah. I'm guess what I'm going to ask you for. Spelling. Yep. R e g h a l. That's exactly what I thought. Yeah. Okay, that's how I spell everything. Exactly. Ah. Autocorrect says what you meant to write was regal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. I was I was thinking dorky little lizards, but got it. Um, and they get as they get bigger, they they live in these big ancient forests. So they start climbing the trees less and less as they get bigger, um, and they start getting to the point where they're big enough sometimes to pull over saplings and just eat them. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, for the most part, they're, they're not dangerous. Um, they do lay eggs, um, and a lot of the local humanoids and species use them for food. Um, Good eating. Yeah. <laughs> some people have tried, or not people, but some of the the groups have tried taming them. Um, they're not particularly smart, so it's really hard to get them to do anything useful. But they're not hard to like. Be friendly with, okay. But it, but they are less intelligent than like a horse. So getting them to carry anything, they kind of just look at you. Horse, horses aren't that smart. So like I mean, that's, that's like most big. reptiles. I know. <clears throat> I'm not saying I'm like no, no, rewriting I'm, I'm reptiles. Saying, I'm saying like because I've had like snakes and. Uh, Me too. What's the one that uh, changes colors when it gets Chameleon? pissed off? Chameleon. I had one of those ones. Me too. And. They're boring. <laughs> Chameleons are really boring. They, and they walk weird. They just sit there and stare at you terrified. Yeah. <laughs> That's all they do. Yeah. I'm very fond of snakes. Lizards less so, but they're still cool. 
Now, did you hear uh, 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 when you mentioned that there was news about there's a tortoise? Yes, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> yes, oh, yeah. and so just so happened these, like last week, uh, uh, last year. Uh, uh, but the, it, the, the, the video came out last week. Oh, okay. It, uh, a Seychelles giant tortoise, uh-huh. which those are is, the ones that can live a really long time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, they they primarily are. Vegeta- uh, you know, uh, herbivores, but yeah. they have been known to eat carrion and such like that. Yeah. There is a video captured of a of this giant tortoise hunting, killing, and eating a turn, a, a, a baby turn. It's a bird, right? A bird, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. a bird. That how did fl- could tortoise catch a bird? <laughs> I, I mean, so so, uh, um. It was a, a juvenile. It yeah. was a juvenile, so it couldn't fly yet. Yeah. And because they, because the young ones can't fly, they also have sort of an instinctive uh, thought of not wanting to f- like jump down or fall off of any kind of precipice. Uh-huh. So the tortoise hunted it and corralled it onto a log, oh. and like okay. like it got it to the end of the log, and then the bird couldn't go anywhere, oh. and he just wow. That's so tortoises the, aren't herbivores. They're, they're, they're omnivores, just, but but they're so slow. They're like, shitty this hunters. Is the very first time <laughs> we've ever seen. We've, ever, wow. I mean, we've had we've had anecdotal evidence, but, but but never actual like video of a tortoise hunting and killing prey. I've never. I didn't no one had ever heard of this. Only yeah. once in a thousand <laughs> generations does a turtle get to catch something it wants to eat. But when it does, its name goes down in infamy. <laughs> Binky the tortoise. Oh my god! Yeah, no. It was His great, great, great grandchildren will be talking about this. Oh, yeah, man. in five millennia, because right. they all live for ridiculously long time. Well, you, you've heard about that shark that lives. They don't know how. They, they, yeah, they don't know how long it lives. Yeah, have you heard about that? Yeah, it's crazy. The Greenland shark or something. something like yeah, that. The, green yeah, the green shark. Yeah, the Greenland shark. Green shark. Yeah, green, it's okay. crazy. All right, Greenland. I think it's, I don't know something don't, like that. Yeah. yeah, but it's like super, super, super deep, and it's. It's the, the its musculature is, is toxic to us because it's got all kinds of crazy compounds in it to be able to metabolize at such high pressures mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, it's nuts. All right. Now, is it a Greenland shark or is it a green land shark? It's not a land <laughs> shark. <laughs> Definitely not a land <laughs> shark. <Candy> ram. <laughs> oh. It's funny because like we think we that is up- an old reference. <laughs> wow. <laughs> It's uh we think we come up with all these cool things and nature just already has better stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Yeah. <laughs> so all right. Uh, that's it. Thank you for joining us. Um was my thing. Yep, nope, not that one. No, 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 no. There we go. So hard to, any announcements or anything else? I, um nope. no, I don't think so. When does AP start? Soon. So your AP is starting very soon, and uh, Jason's AP is also starting very soon. Got all the players worked out? Uh, yeah, actually for oh. those two. Sorry. <laughs> um, I have mine on my calendar. Yeah, I yeah, I make the calendar and I settle everyone into the schedule, and then I expect the GMs to know when their games are. I have my game in my calendar. Okay. And my game starts. He just doesn't know when the other games other are. Other games are, yes. Which Jason, it's not his responsibility. No, Jason's <laughs> game is starting. Um, I believe the beginning of October, the end of September. Um, there was ske- there was a one what? scheduling conflict with one of the players. Um, it's on my phone. And he's running a traveler game because he fell in love with traveler. It's a good system. Yeah, it's a good system. So um, 
he's running that, and that's going to be called the Drop. And uh, it's a custom setting that he's writing and he's making for that. And I don't know which tech level or anything, but yeah. And uh, you are running a fantasy GURPS game. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. That was really good. That's what it's like. I'm stalling because Stu's still trying to open his calendar. I can't find. I can't find it. On my, I know I put it on my calendar. Okay. It's the twelfth, right? I think mine starts on the twelfth of what I'm month? Looking. Next month. Okay. Is it the twelfth? I thought it was the twelfth. I know it's around there. That's good. I'm glad you know it's around there. It's fine. We'll look it up. It's on the internet. It'll be online. Check out happyjacks.org slash schedule. Yes. And happyjacks.org slash live <laughs> for all the updates on uh, when and what I think you're starting on the 26th. I thought it was earlier than that. It was going to be, and then you, your players couldn't make on the 12th. So you're starting on the 26th. I have 12th. It's, our, our schedule says 12th. Sunday, September 12th, 4 p.m., GURPS Fantasy. One okay. of those two dates. Well, we'll figure it out. It'll be one of those. I'm Again. glad we're having this conversation right now. Yeah, right. live. Yeah. <laughs> All right, back to Have the Jack thing. Oh, you're right, the 12th. Well, Thank you for joining us for <laughs> season 28, episode 20 of Happy Jack RPG <laughs> Podcast. My name is Stu. I'm Kurt. And I'm Kimmy. And we'll see you next week <laughs> on September maybe. 12th. Maybe. <laughs> And don't forget. Yeah. See you next. And then, yeah. It's why you do. Absolutely. Never. Absolutely. Do not.